Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. You got them all hot! Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Just jump through this fiery hoop, and this nice lady will drop salmon right into your gullet. Sounds good to me. I'm going with that. That's me, but I don't have the instincts of a killer whale. I'm not known as a killer. They did not nickname me Killer Human. Not yet. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavaka, dude! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. (laughs) Happy Wednesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Bone and I were having a rousing discussion. Oh, yeah. Right before we turned the microphones on about how this time of year, I, you know, I'd like to get some walks in. I got a treadmill in the house. That's fine. But it's nice to walk outside and, you know, get some fresh air and some scenery. The problem is, is that my thighs are girthy at you this particular weight that I'm girthy at. girthy thighs. And I've always had girthy thighs. Even when I was a thinner guy, I was, you know stocky, low center of gravity. And I got circulation problems in my thighs when it's cold outside. So I'll go outside, I'll try and walk, but my thighs will get so itchy after about five minutes that I just scratch myself until I bleed. Well, if you've got circulation problems in your legs, Bart Scott told you what to do. Viagra. Go get the Viagra. And I should try get that some. Working. Yeah, maybe. Well, now that you're going to have a different problems. I have though. no use for the stiffy, though, <laughs> at this point in my life. I'm just saying, you'll be walking around, you're like, circulation feels great. And all your neighbors are like, please go back in your house. Why are you wearing bicycle this shorts? Unnecessary. Why did you choose to just wear linen <laughs> sweatpants? It's a family neighborhood. That's a very <laughs> what are you doing? inappropriate. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yeah, getting outside, get some sun. That's not bad. Yeah. I've heard that's a good thing. But then the, the scratching starts. Well, here's the other thing, though. People who will say that, like, get outside, get 20 minutes of sun every day. It's like, yeah, and then you see where they live, San Diego. Easier to do in San Diego than here. Now, today, we had a little sun. Mm-hmm. Nice. But I scratchy. Well, yeah, but I may scratchy. have crabs, too. That's, Circulation yeah. and crabs. Is it just centralized to one almost not thigh area? Because that would be probably something else. I have crab cakes down there. <laughs> Put a little remoulade sauce. You got the Bisquick going on down there, too? It's the wrong time of year for that, my (laughs) friend. It's the wrong time of year. That's the summertime thing. That's the chunky pancake mix down there. (laughs) Some berries of some kind. Oh, Lord. Uh, Big show today. Yeah. On campus, coming up at 448. All the news and notes you need. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer at 534. I was texting with Rims last night. Mm-hmm. So I flipped on uh, NHL Network and saw our buddy Jody Shelley sitting at the desk. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, Jody. Get after it. Go get him. Yeah. And I said to I said to Rimmer, I said, how long has Jody been doing this on NHL Network? And he said, three years. And I said, I, I guess I missed him. <laughs> I mean, it's not all the time, but clearly. Tell, but let's, not tell, let's not tell Jody that. that, that I'm doesn't not going to tell Jody that. That doesn't but, sound very nice to... Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure we're very much in the minority of people who didn't know that. But yeah, good for Jody. That's awesome. 
well, I know fact, he's I know he's popped up there, but I haven't seen him at the desk. Yeah, okay. Live the, and in person. Doing was, the regular thing. He was working with uh, with Adnan Verk last night. Wow. Well, how you doing? It's Johnny Shally here. Wow. Hey, Jody, you used to really, you know, put up those Dukes back in the day. Wow, wow. I feel like if Adnan Verk said, well, I would have heard it last night if I'd have watched. I, it feels like he would have called him, like, Shouty Shally. Like, it wouldn't even be Jody. It would just be like, Shouty Shally. It would well, be a Verk, different version of his name. Verk said a very Verk name last night because they say? were showing some Flyers highlights and had hey, Cam Atkinson, wow, Cam Atkinson, Cam Atkinson. Wow. 15 goals for the Flyers, wow. Gives him gives him uh, plenty of opportunity to get jock mouthy with that. We're going to see Cam I know. tomorrow night. That's a that's a big deal. It's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's well for the, for a lot of fans, right? You have it's not here. Memories. It's you know, no, it's on the road. But just yes. seeing, just being able to see him going against the Jackets again. Are the Jackets going to hijack into the? <laughs> they're going to the make video. A video. <laughs> they're going to make a video <laughs> and show <laughs> it in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Stand out. back! We're known for our videos. <laughs> Brad Larson just walks out of the middle of the ice. They're like, "Why does he have a table and a projector?" And he's like, "Hold on, guys. We've made and a video like, for camp. He pulls up a giant screen like from science class, sticks it up there, and he's got a little slideshow." <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, the Jake Vorchek comes back and says, "Hey, guys, I played my thousandth game, and it was mostly here in Philadelphia." Like, and they're like, "Oh, great, whatever." <laughs> we don't have a video Philly, for like, you. Everybody's yelling at him to screw off. They're just like shouting. They're like, "Not play for us now, though." That's it. And the Blue Jackets feel bad. Make him another video. <laughs> another ceremony. Hey, we would revere you if you were a fake movie character boxer. Then we would build a statue for you. Mm. But you're not. You're a real person, so I was, we don't I care. I was talking to a, a buddy of mine, big Blue Jacket fan, last night. And you know, he was giving his thoughts on the state of the team right now. And he said something to me that you, know, you and I have been talking about. And I, but he said it more succinctly. So maybe he should have a radio show. Yeah, that's always uh, good. He said... I wish the Blue Jackets would be more concerned with being a really, really good, stable organization and less concerned with convincing people they are a really, really <laughs> stable organization. That is 100% accurate. It is 100% accurate. Now, I, I will tell you, like, the Jackets send out, and I don't mean this as a knock on them. I appreciate this. There are plenty of things the Jackets do very well. One thing that I can point to because I'm always so negative about the Jackets. They send out some very nice things every year to the local media as a way of saying, hey, reminder, we're starting to play. Be interested in us. All right. We have gotten hockey sticks over the years. Yes, very nice With our things. names engraved. Very nice. Mike, I, I and I, I, I should have sent a thank you, but I didn't even know who to send it to. I should have just sent it to Shari Shari. But I... I, I didn't <laughs> Johnny send it Shelley to doesn't care. Yeah, no, I would have sent it to him. We're Connecticut buddies. I would have definitely done that. That is true. Yeah. He's got the soft water just like you. Yeah. Anyway, they sent out a tumbler, like those vacuum tumblers that have like two layers so that you can put a hot drink in and your hand doesn't get hot or a cold drink and it does, the ice stays there for 24 hours. One of those with the Jackets logo and then property of Common Man, T-Bone. It was a very nice gift. Mm -hmm. Those are good things the Jackets do. I'm not saying they do everything poorly, but there are times where it does feel like they want that perception and they are willing to do a lot of things to get people to view them as an organization that's got it all together. But then when it comes to actually putting a product on the ice that reflects that, 
There's a lot of sensitivity yeah, from, as, from as the fan fun, base. As even. fun as all of that is, the personalized hockey sticks, the the tumbler with your name on it, the fun dip. Yep, that's a great thing that too. Drop I love off. the fun All dip. of that is good. Uh, I would rather them send over a petrified lump of human crap if they won more hockey games. I want that petrified lump of human crap to come from other teams. Fine. And it's, and it's so old and petrified because they've been scary for years. Yes. And they're terrifying. Barry Trotz crapped. And we've <laughs> saved it and sent this it out for you. This crap came from Pavel Datsuk Just- back in the day. <laughs> Right, like just that's, that's a good callback. <laughs> I'm just saying, it. right? You want it to be long term, scary team, not just hey, one time in the playoffs we were a little dangerous. Tampa didn't take us seriously. That's what we want. By the so, way, that's oh, go what, ahead. That's go the ahead. negativity. When you hear us getting amped up, it's because yeah, man, if they go on a six game streak or something, that's great. I want more. I want bigger. And I hope. I really do hope this build, which is going to suck the next couple years, I hope it results in what we want, which is a perennial contender, not a perennial playoff team that's kind of frisky. A contender. That's a difference. Just positivity from me from here on out. Okay. Send me some petrified crap, win more hockey games, and I'll be very positive. Unrelated to anything with the Blue Jackets, but I saw this last night and thought it was worthy of a conversation. Did you know that every single player except for one in the National Hockey League is vaccinated? Uh, yeah. Every I think I single heard player. That. And the guy who's not, it's totally on brand for him. Todd Bertuzzi. Oh, <laughs> wait. That's who's, that's who's yes. Okay. He's the one player in the National Hockey League who is not vaccinated. Todd Bertuzzi. Interesting. Did every he- other player in the league vaccinated. That's... That's a wild stat. I'm trying to... Am I wrong? Todd Bertuzzi still playing? Yes. Alive. Okay. Not a kid? No. no. Okay. Why do I feel like that's the... I don't know. Whatever. You're probably... Yes, you're right. I'm wrong. What are you talking about? I don't know why. I thought he was like out of the league or He's something. He's old now, isn't he? Now we got to look at... Todd up- Bertuzzi's 46 years old. I'm I, playing? I swear to you I saw this. Tyler Bertuzzi, maybe. Wouldn't it be Tyler yes. Bertuzzi? Okay. Yes. Because I was like, for a second... I'm, I'm stupid. <laughs> Send me, send me poop. Send me petrified poop of Tyler for, Bertuzzi. For just a moment, I was I didn't know who it was, but I was saying, I thought uh, Tyler Bertuzzi you know what? had his know. incident I don't know. He ago. did. I don't yeah. know what year it is. What year is it? Uh, it's 1995. It is to the point now where I would be like that guy on the NBA call. Oh, who, right. Thinking you know, it's a different player. Right. I'd be like, oh, just like his father. He pulled the trigger. And you got the wrong. I would be that guy. <laughs> not knowing... Who I'm looking at? Well, it's his uncle, so you're no, close. Right. Yeah. Same family. Well, right. That's I know. That's the same thing. And here's the other problem that I have is that for a second I said Todd Bertuzzi probably is playing because I'm so like dumb when it comes to remembering who's playing. Why are you trying to out dumb me? Because I am dumb. No, I'm dumber than you here. But that's why I was pausing, going. I thought he was like too old to play. But you're okay. Right, well, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler went to his uncle and said, hey, uncle, should I get vaccinated? <laughs> he said his no. His uncle paralyzed him almost yeah. and then said, no, don't yeah. do that. He, he did something that probably should have resulted in criminal charges. Uh, Buckeyes, as expected, had no problems with last night. 83-37 was the final score. Yeah. And that, that there was a moment at the end of when, when they got to halftime where I said, all right, they had the 9-0 start. But then I think after that, it was almost dead even. 
right? Because I want to say they went into halftime with like a nine or ten point lead. Yeah, something like that. So I, I got that got me a little frustrated. And then they came out in the second half and fine. Uh, can I make a case for something with mm. this team? I'm not saying it because of last night. I'm saying why not give this a shot? Let's let's go with old Gene Brown and see what he can do instead of Justin Arns. Right? He's got length. He should be able to help defend. He's, I, I mean, at this point, he contributes as much offensively. Last night, he had a good offensive night, but what are... Justin Arns hit a three last night, though. I, I saw that. I remember a, that guy. A three. <laughs> I, I remember him. He's right. in a slump, though. That's what I've been told. Oh, it's a okay. three-year slump. <laughs> well, maybe time for a slump buster. You never know. Do what you got to do. I don't. Yeah. Maybe Todd Bertuzzi needs to come over. <laughs> Have him shoot yeah, some threes. Right. He will say, like, should I get the vaccine? He's like, absolutely not. I talk to my nephew. He did not get it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, maybe we could let Eugene Brown have a little more play. Maybe maybe we have him out there instead of Justin Arts. Or at least divvy up the minutes a little more evenly. Could we at least... And that's what they were last night. I think they were roughly a couple minutes apart in how much they played. I'd like to see more of that. I bet... I'm wondering if Chris Holtman wouldn't like to see that too. And maybe that's well, why good, he was... Doing. Good news. He can make that happen. No, but you He's know, the coach. You know what I mean. You don't just like say, hey, I'm just going to start doing this and then fingers why? crossed. It's the Big Ten. They, he wants to see how it looks before you go on the see Big how Ten. Looks, how good. could you tell how it looks? You were playing middle schoolers last night. Okay. That but, way, you learned nothing from that game. That wasn't a game. That's fine, but you, it takes a little bit to make that type of change. I'm just saying I want to see more of Gene Brown. That's what right. I want. Okay. Uh, problems for the 49ers. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier semi has been cleared from the ramp of northbound 270 to Route 161. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Plan on some residual backups over there. Strabby Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and Tebow. Happy Wednesday. If you haven't done so, please go subscribe to our podcast. Get it wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, who cares? It's everywhere. Search Common Man and T-Bone. You'll see our cartoon faces pop up. Click subscribe, and it comes right to your device free of charge every single day. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. They are in Green Bay for the Packers this weekend. He is having some problems. First of all, he's got like a little wrap thing on his thumb. Because his thumb is still ouchy. Well, I heard him talking about that injury last week because he had heard it, you know, a couple, couple weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah, and he was saying that 
they asked him like, how bad does it hurt? And he like in the press conference was like, Oh F it really hurts. And then he said, it feels like the webbing in between your thumb and finger is ripping apart. I would assume that's a problem for a guy tasked with throwing the football. Right. All right. So that's that's problem number one. Right. So he's got problem number one. You saw it on his hand during the Cowboy game, little apparatus on his thumb. Problem number one. Problem number two is that he hurt his shoulder, and he says it hurts every single time he throws the football. Yeah. So they're assuming he's going to play this weekend, but it's no guarantee that he's going to play this weekend. Yeah, and that was a little bit of a surprise, too, that Kyle Shanahan brought that up and said, hey, actually, he's got a little thing here. I, I don't I don't know how much that has to hurt, but I can only imagine anytime you're talking like shoulder sprains, things like that, that's around your rotator cuff. There's a bunch of muscles. We all know like rotator cuff injury, bad for people who throw things, right? Mm-hmm. Shoulder impingements, shoulder anything, bad for people who throw things, so... A spraining of anything around there in the biggest game of the year, that's that's going to be a, a tough situation to get through. So I'm I would guess a lot of betters have looked at that line and said, uh, let's go ahead and take the Packers to cover there. Going back to that basketball game last night, Buckeyes beat Uli Pui, and yes, I have to say it like that, Uli Pui eighty three thirty seven. I was talking to Timmy Hall, who went over there for the first half. And I'm just, you know, I'm watching on TV, so I don't have the perspective. Although on TV, it looked dead to me. Well, it was a recently announced game, and it's yes. not exactly like Duke was coming no, in. No, no, no. Uh, trust me. I'm not going to, hey, students, why don't you show up? I've done plenty of that over the years. I'm not doing that for makeup date with Ooey Pooey. Right. Where it's, you know, you bring a bag of pretzels and they put you in jail over at the shot. <laughs> but he was saying to me, that was the, I'm trying to think of what he said. I think his term was most lax environment he's ever seen for a basketball game, including high school basketball. Just meaning the, the fans? The fans, yes. Okay. The fans that came, no one was excited for anything. Why would you be? He said that he saw corpses of people <laughs> in the lower pole. <laughs> Cat Fancy wasn't just reading Cat Fancy. She was dead. She was just dead there. I'll say this in defense of uh, everyone who went. I feel I'm not. Like- no, I'm not criticizing the fans. I am criticizing the Buckeyes for even staging this game. Uh, you you gain nothing from that game. Nothing. Well, here here's the only possible thing you gained, which is if they didn't play this game, they would have had a week off. And given they've already had 22 days off in a row, which weren't really days off, right? There were a lot of guys sick. There were some players that just didn't get to play, even though they weren't sick. They probably, Holtman's probably thinking, I don't want to just have another week where we're sitting around doing nothing. Like, we should get out and try to get our guys moving and keep them in game shape, not just practicing for a week. Maybe that's the reason you do it. But you're right. Other than that, it was not a benefit well, you know what to you should have said? anything else. And it's all free. Come on in. Oh yeah, you it's free. Done that, These are, you don't. You're not going to charge you a regular ticket for this crap. Well, right. I I feel like if you went to that, you went because you're a you're either a Buckeye diehard or you just really love the game of basketball or you're fixing to die and you just wanted a quiet place to complete your hospice care. That was the shot last night. What did you expect it to be? I didn't, didn't expect to it to be anything. anything. I, I I think it's a stupid game. Well, here's scrimmage yourself. 
Now, how would you have made this better? I can tell you one way you could have. If you're, let's say, they just had to play a game, and this is the only team they could find was Uli Pui. Uli Pui. You could have once again. We have a place called St. John Arena that yes. still exists. I tell you, man. I tell you why. <laughs> I will tell you. I tell you, man. I was saying, I will tell you. I'm so excited about the opportunity to play at St. John Arena. Why would you not put that game there? Why? Or how about even this? Because maybe they say, oh, St. John Arena. Also, the plumbing not good when it's under 20 degrees. I don't know. Or 30 degrees. (laughs) They turned the plumbing off in the winter. They've turned it off. I don't know. Maybe what you could do is go to the Cavelli Center, which... That place only holds a few thousand people. And I've right. been there were only a few thousand people there last night. Yes. I think that would have made a lot of sense to put the game there. You could go it is Where do then, I park for the Cavalli Center. It is a much more intimate environment. Who's it would feel more my like, diaper at the Cavalli Center. <laughs> it would feel more like a high school basketball game, and I think that would be fun. Can you bring pretzels into the Cavelli Center? Is that off limits too? I, now I don't know. When I went earlier this year, yes, you could get food there. Okay. But now I think that maybe they may not be doing that. All right, it's gonna be the downfall of society. Pretzels. What like at what is the level? If you have, I don't know. Can you bring in like applesauce? No, you can't bring like, anything in. I don't, is it just because it's solid food? Do they not want any food? Do they not just not want you to eat? They don't want you to eat. We could all sit arm in arm, 17,000 people together at a basketball game, but if you take your mask off to have a pretzel, that's the end of society. Well, I'll tell you, last night you could have brought in sizzling fajita plates and nobody would have had any problems. (laughs) They would have been so spread out. Nobody's. you! Why does that get you? All I said was, I will tell you why. I don't know why, man. You sounded like D from What's Happening. (laughs) I wasn't trying. I just got excited. I got excited. I loved seeing a game at the at St. John Arena. I, I wish know, they would play you. there twice a year. Screw them for not doing that. Uh, Mel Kuyper has dropped his first mock draft. We'll tell you about it next. Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for right now. You are going to find some delays in westbound 670 at 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. And I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Mucinex 12 Hours. Mucinex extended release bilayer tablets allow for immediate and extended release, relieving chest congestion for 12 hours. Plus, Mucinex is eligible for any leftover HSA, FSA funds. Look for Mucinex number one OTC brand Doctors Trust, available at Target. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Get in touch with your stupid. If worms had machine guns, then birds wouldn't be scared of them. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Mel Kuyper has dropped his first official mock draft. And he has a Michigan man going number one. Yeah, this is, uh, I don't think, a total surprise for people who have been following college football or the draft. He says that the Jags will select Aiden Hutchinson to go first. That doesn't 
they need everything, right? So getting a stud defensive end, this is believed that he's going to be one of the top players in this draft. Now, full disclosure, I have my thoughts about both Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper's way they do things. I do tend to think these guys come into college football a little differently than like a hardcore college football fan where they're looking at the game and they're going off of what they're hearing from NFL scouts. Well, that's what Kuyper will always tell you. He, he will always say, this is not who I would choose. This is what I think they're going to do. Right. But almost without fail, both Kuyper and McShay will make massive changes to these rankings. Now, Trevor Lawrence, right? That was not changing. Everyone pretty much knew when he came out he's going to be number one. There's there's the Andrew Luck variable that those type of guys, it doesn't change. Everyone knows who's going to be number one there. But you could easily see how between Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau, who he has going second from Oregon, going to the Lions... You couldn't see either one of those guys flip-flopping? Sure, of course. Absolutely. And and even, so his top five, he has the Texans taking Evan Neal, the tackle out of Alabama. That's the best tackle in the draft, according to him, and according to everything that he's heard. I, I've seen people today saying, go take that guy, go place a bet on that guy number one. Because there very well could be, we, we go through all these workouts and everything, and suddenly it's like, oh, they all, everyone here needs a left tackle too, right? They yeah. all need everything. So, I could see any of those guys flipping around. Uh, the top, the rest of the top five: Jets taking Kyle Hamilton, a safety from Notre Dame at four, and Ekum Equinu from North Carolina State, the offensive tackle, going to the Giants at five. Because the Giants, here's what you know: whenever they take a tackle in the top ten, it's just like a ten-year guy going to go be a Pro Bowler. <laughs> that never blows up in the Giants' face. So good on them if that's what they end up doing. Looking through the rest of this, though, there are some interesting choices that are made down. The line, according to Kuiper, uh, if you're looking for the first quarterback in this draft, he has Washington football team taking Malik Wills or Willis, sorry, from Liberty, who lots of people have said he could be the best quarterback in this draft. I still question a guy playing at Liberty being the best quarterback, like I do anyone who comes from a smaller school. Josh Allen has seemingly disproven that, but. There's been plenty of other guys who have gone to the small school and then got to the bigger stage, and it takes them some time. Maybe this will be different for him, but Malik this is not known to be a deep quarterback class this no, year. No, not at all. So that's I would definitely think a, a interesting situation. Again, it's the first one. I'm yeah. guessing there will be a few changes to this as we go along. Uh, the Browns are picking at 13. And Mel Kuyper says Garrett Wilson will go to the Browns, which... Does that please you? Please, God, let that happen. Regardless of who's playing quarterback over the next three, four years for the Browns, I know it's going to be Baker next well, yes, year. yes, I was going to say, you know it's Baker next year. But they need a another wide receiver who can be the future there, and I do think Garrett Wilson is that type of player. So, yes, I would love to see that. I don't know, again, is that Mel Kuyper just saying, well, Ohio State... Browns, it makes too much sense not to happen. Is that really what we're all hearing? Or is that just, that's what he thinks and it's a good story? I don't know. Uh, you go down a little bit further here. The Bengals he has slotted in. I was trying to get down to them quickly. He's got them slotted in right now at 25. And he says they will take Trevor Penning, who's a tackle from Northern Iowa. Now, that is an FCS-level school, and he defended that by saying, hey, uh, the Bengals... 
don't regret taking Jamar Chase, but they still needed help on their offensive line. This is going to be a pretty deep tackle class here. So Trevor Penning is a good player. Oh, but we don't know what he'll do jumping from an FCS school up to there, but I think he'll be fine. He's a big dude. He's 6'7". That's what he believes the Bengals will do. A couple other notables here that I saw. Other quarterbacks and Ohio State players being taken. Uh, is Kenny Pickett going to the Saints at 18? If that's there, that makes a lot of sense to me, right? Saints obviously need an answer at quarterback. Kenny Pickett might be that guy, but they, I think they would be foolish to believe in Taysom Hill and whatever Jameis Winston will be once you know he gets back healthy. I don't I think it makes a lot of sense to go draft a quarterback. Is the Eagles taking Chris Olave at 19, which would be solid given that Jalen Rager has uh, not exactly turned into what they wanted him to be. Devontae Smith's been pretty good. And then Matt Corral they have at 20 going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So that's it. If that happens and the Steelers take whoever, whatever quarterback the Steelers take, because I'm guessing they will take one of those guys if they fall that far. No doubt that guy will be the one who goes to the Hall of Fame. I have no doubt in my mind, whoever they end up with would just be that guy. I was thinking about that Garrett Wilson potential selection to the Browns. And, you know, you're wondering, well, does that just connect the dots because Ohio State and the Browns. And I I was thinking of the number of guys that the Browns have chosen from Ohio State in the first round. And I don't think it's a very long list because I'm just doing it at the top of my head. Obviously, it was uh, Denzel Ward. Yeah. Right? And then who else? Brian Rabisky was a second-round pick, wasn't he? I think that's... Yeah, I don't think he was a first-round pick. Um, Who am I missing? We're probably missing a few others that... Not thinking was of, Craig Powell a first round pick? I don't remember. I yeah, see it's, he was, it's it's a pretty short list. To your point, off the top of my head, I I can't no, recall but who I, they all you were, are. You said that like, well, you know, this happens all the time. No, no, Browns, no, no, no. Browns choose an Ohio State guy, but I'm it, not it saying doesn't. that. I'm saying the Bengals do it more often than the Browns do. I'm saying does Mel Kiper? Yeah, look, he's writing an article. And if you're looking at a selection of three or four different players and you see, oh, Ohio State guy, Browns, that's that's going to get me a lot of people who there are a lot of Browns fans who want that to happen. I want that to happen. I think that would be great as an Ohio State and Browns fan. But I wonder if he does that because he's genuinely hearing that or if that's because, hey, that's a spot where he could theoretically be. The Browns want a wide receiver. Certainly they're interested. We know that it would make a lot of sense. And also. I need people to read this article, so I'm going to say Garrett Wilson at 13, the Browns. That's not bad, and it's not his final thing. He's saying that's where I'm starting. I could. That's what I mean, not that the Browns just draft Ohio State players left and right. Craig Powell was the 30th pick in the first round in the 95 draft, which was the last year the Browns were in existence before they moved to Baltimore. Fond memories. He didn't have a very good career, <laughs> well, Craig Powell. Sure. Uh, there's another interesting little wrinkle I saw here. Uh, Mel Kuyper is the Dolphins with San Francisco's pick, taking Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State at 26. A little help for Tua Tonga-Valoa. But interestingly enough, he has five spots ahead of them. The Patriots taking Jamison Williams, who just tore his ACL hmm. in the national championship game. I Jamison Williams is a speedster, a burner, probably overall a better NFL wide receiver prospect than Jahan Dotson. But the whole thing with that is, yes, if his ACL hadn't been 
torn up, how fast will he be when he recovers from that? And the answer probably is just as fast, but you don't know. That's an uncertainty. I find it interesting that he seems to think that Jameson Williams would go higher than Jahan Dotson, given the injury currently existing. What's the latest on Jim Harbaugh to the NFL? I will tell you. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. There's some slow traffic to keep you busy right now. Slowdowns expected on I-71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is slowing down in that area. And more delays expected on 670 westbound at 4th Street. Traffic is backed up there as well. Traffic support is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone. So, you know, Antonio Brown takes off his pads and his jersey, running shirtless, quits on the team, there was a guy in the stands filming that. Yeah. All right. He was caught on a cell phone video. Mm-hmm. We told you last week that bit of film was being made into an NFT and was going up for auction. The, uh, the estimated price, they thought, would be $1.5 million for this NFT. Well, the auction happened. Okay. And it sold for $20,000. Not one point uh, five million, twenty thousand. I mean, but it wasn't even twenty thousand. It's twenty thousand in some cryptocurrency. It's six Ethereum or a ther- ethereum, ethereum or whatever. I actually have. want Urethra. <laughs> Uretha. Uretha Franklin. Ethereum, yes. Whatever. So six Ethereum <laughs> worth about twenty grand. So not one point five million. Yeah. So Uretha. Here's here's an interesting thing. The there was a story I just saw today about the NFT craze. And Mike, they found a problem with NFTs. What's the problem? Well, for those who have not followed this, the NFT non-fungible token, the whole thing is supposed to be about how when you buy one of these, sure, anyone can have like that clip of Antonio Brown, right? You can save that on YouTube. You can have that. You can watch that a million times a day if that's your thing. Mm-hmm. But you don't own that video. You yeah. know, whoever like there's CBS, only one original. Fox has that video. Whoever owned that video, right? And that's that's what the NFT crowd would say is yes. But this person who sold this NFT, if they're in in stadium camera video, that's an original. Well, they've now found that a lot of unfortunately a lot of artists are complaining about NFTs and say, yeah, I make one. And mine will sell for the same amount as some guy who's not as talented as me who's just made some random knockoff version of what I made. and Or sometimes it'll sell for more. And they're now calling this fraud 
and they're saying in scams and they're saying that a lot of scammers are getting into NFTs and making like, oh yeah, you like the picture of a, uh, I don't know, like a dolphin smoking a cigarette. That's your NFT you bought. I'm going to make one of a whale smoking a cigarette. It looks pretty much the same. And then theirs will sell sometimes for more, even though they're just ripping off an actual artist. It's almost like all of this stuff is kind of stupid. Well, what I find interesting about all of this is that, you know, the guy who took the video, guy or girl, I don't know, who took this video from the stands, auctioned it off. Now they have, you know, six urethras <laughs> worth $20,000. I hope that's not what he has. Thought it was going to be $1.5 million, $20,000. But, you know, what's stopping the NFL from saying, you're legally filming our product on the field that we have video rights to? You don't own that. We own that. Well, at the very least, if the NFL wanted to, maybe they would lose that in court, but I doubt someone would really want to go fight the NFL legal, like a regular person fighting the NFL on that. You're right. Well, that's what I mean. So that the NFL can say, look, you're filming something in our stadium. We have media broadcast rights to everything that happens in this stadium. What you're going to see, too, is, you know, that fine print on the back of the ticket. And physical tickets we don't even have, but you know what I mean. Right. Fine print that has all those rules and regulations. You will see MetLife Stadium put in that fine print. You don't own anything that you film in this stadium. Yeah. We own it. That's right. Yeah, of course. Well, let's, let's, I want people to be clear though. Like when, when I poke fun at some of this stuff and think, I don't, I don't think NFTs are the way of the future that some people do. I get it. Like, there's something in the digital space that's going to be worth money. And there have been lots of people who have made millions of dollars on these NFTs right yeah, now but today. You, you and I have had this discussion. It's kind of like the California gold rush. By the time the regular people get out to California, everybody else has gotten rich and they're gone. Yeah, we're all in the river panning for, like, little flecks of gold. The guy who found the ore of gold has already done that and yeah. it's out of there perhaps the time to get super rich in crypto was before matt damon started doing national <laughs> television commercials telling everybody to get rich on crypto right but you remember when the internet first started because you and i are of a we're old enough where we remember Look at you when it didn't happen now you're of a different generation yeah, i was gonna you, say you always say that i'm older than you yes yeah, two whole you, years you remember eight track tapes and i just was that was out of my <laughs> whole thing anyway the point is when the internet came around, that was something where people said, well, how are we going to make money off this? What's going to be the thing, right? And there was an internet boom and then crash because people overestimated what certain elements of the internet's value would be, right? Like mm -hmm. people were like, man, you've got to have pets.com. I will spend $70 million to get the yeah, domain. Pets.com, pets e-toys, right, all, all of these things. Right. And meanwhile, behind all that, a guy named Jeff Bezos was like, I'm going to sell books and I'm going to call it Amazon and I'm just going to sell books online. And then as opportunities came, he was like, oh, we'll sell books and I guess some other stuff. Other school supplies, whatever else they went into. And then they eventually built that into something else. Google, those guys, when they walked in and pitched people on Google, everyone looked at them and was like, why do I need that? I've got all these, there's other search engines. And they said, yeah. I've got Lycos. <laughs> right. But then they said, yes, but it doesn't work as well as it could. And of course, Google had other things they wanted to do with it. The point is, Mark Zuckerberg with the metaverse, NFTs, maybe that is where all this is headed. I don't know. 
But it also is very possible there's someone else doing something you've never heard of, and that's where this is all actually going to go. I don't... Just be careful with all this crap, man. The NFT stuff freaks me out. Well, and... Look, I'm just a dummy, all right? My general rule of investment, I invest in things. Sure. I have things that I invest in, right? Maybe I'm a boring investor if you looked at my portfolio, but I get a decent return every single year on the investments that I make. If you have to convince other people how great your investment is for your investment to be successful, <laughs> eh. Right. Look, if you've got just money to burn, go for it. Go for it, man. But I feel sorry for some of these people that are putting their life savings that's, in some of that's these vo- right. volatile investments. I'm not at all worried for like the NBA. There's NBA players who have changed their Twitter avatar to their NFT they bought. All it's right. worth like a million okay. bucks or something. Th- that guy I'm not worried about, right? But. Yeah, the people who are thinking, I need to get one of those. I'm going to take all of our money out of savings to go get one. Just be careful with all that. The latest on Jim Harbaugh going to the NFL. So we've we've heard about the connection with the Raiders. There may be some smoke there. And Michigan's working on a new deal. They already have a new deal waiting for him, waiting for his decision. The latest rumor today is that Jim Harbaugh has talked on the phone to the Chicago Bears. What they did not say is that he was just inquiring about season tickets for next year. Has not had a formal interview, (laughs) but he's talked on the phone with who in the Bears. We have no idea. I like to think it's the old lady, Virginia McCaskey. Can I tell you what's going to be really... She thinks he's still the quarterback of the Bears. (laughs) Oh, hello, Jimmy. Tough Uh, year, Jimmy. That's right. (laughs) Six calls ahead of you, Jimmy. That's right. <laughs> Dude, like the mom on that commercial. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe he's really interested in the job. What I'm not looking forward to is all of the people, if he were to take that job, who will go, what does this mean for Justin Fields? You know, he played at Ohio State, and Jim Harbaugh coached against him. What, is that? what like, does that mean? I know, but someone will write that dumb article like that matters at all. He's going to walk in and just sabotage the player because yeah, he played at Ohio they played, State? Because he played for rival schools. Okay. That's going to be what it is. <laughs> I guarantee. That's Jesus. The, someone will, you know I mean, someone he's will cuckoo write that article. for Cocoa Puffs. He's not that crazy. Someone will write that article, I guarantee you, if that were to happen. The Big 12 is realigning. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slow traffic to watch out for. You are going to find delays on Lockbourne Road at Groveport Road. There is an accident involving injuries in this area. Please be careful as I try to get things cleaned up. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Stupid impressions and bad math. This is Common Man and T-Bone. 
Happy Wednesday on campus. All the news and notes you need coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, Teddy was thinking about doing something fun. He was in the archives today listening to old stuff. How old was the stuff you were listening to, Teddy? It was from 2017, so five years ago. Okay. Wow. And you were thinking maybe you would uh, post some of that stuff for the people yeah i wasn't sure if people would be interested in that maybe hearing some little fun stupid little bits from like you know five years ago why not two or three years ago i I do want to warn the people though you know five years ago ten years ago we weren't as mature as we are now (laughs) oh yeah you know i mean we've really grown up well it's more it's more of a highbrow show now i think yeah that's right we're talking about investments crypto urethras It's more of a highbrow show. <laughs> I hope you someday do buy strap some on ure- luggage. I hope you buy some urethra. <laughs> I hope you go into your wallet in your crypto wallet and say, "I'd like some urethra, please." Yeah, Matt Damon says I should buy urethra. <laughs> <laughs> I love all these rich elite actors and, and oh. athletes. You know, oh yeah, crypto. Crypto's the way to go. Well, also, you have a hundred million dollars. Doesn't Matt Damon though strike you as someone who in his, at some point in his life as an actor would have looked down on some other actor for showing up in a TV commercial for a kind of fad thing? And then now he's doing that. This guy who's won all these awards and is been on everything he's one of the highest paid actors in hollywood and now he's showing up in tv commercials don't you think he's probably looked down his nose at some other people for doing that in the business and now he's doing it i'm uh i'm reading a book about you know the gilded age in american society Mm. you know when when the real money started happening in new york city you know the vanderbilts sure all those big time families and what this leisure class got into. Breaking news, lots of fads. Oh, of course. You know, going and sitting in mineral springs because they thought it had healing properties and anti-aging properties. And of course, it turns out now that does nothing for you to go take the waters. But a lot of these hoity-toity people also got very into spiritualism. Oh. Where they would go to seances and... That was like the big Richie Rich thing to do. Yeah, for a long time, they thought, you know, they were communicating with With the dead. With the dead. I mean, this is a big deal. They'd hold these big seance parties, and then one by one, all these people that held the seance parties were exposed for for being frauds. Shocking. Right? But the elites in society looked down at the commoners because the commoners didn't do this seance stuff. They thought it was kind of hokey. Right. Well, good news, Mike. We definitely don't have anything like that no, going on. No, again, yes, the the uh, the labels change, the rules change a little bit, but ultimately, celebrities exist on a whole another plane of existence well, than I, you and I. You know what I honestly think it is? When you get to a certain level of rich, you get bored. Sure. Because what is one of the biggest things they say most people deal with in their day-to-day life? Most anyone who's listening to us now, we're in the same boat. You think about your finances, you think about... What am I going to do for the next 10 years of my life? Am I going to stay in a job, move to another job? What about my relationship status? When you've got billions of dollars or multi, multi millions of dollars, 
you don't worry as much about what am I, you get to think, what do I want to do? Mm -hmm. And then you get to think, what, how do I want to feel and what do I want to experience? And then you hire two chefs to make all your food and you hire three trainers to get you in perfect shape. And then after that, you're like, well, now I'm, now I got all that going on. What's next? And you're looking for that next thing to chase. And then you get into some weird stuff like jumping into an ice bath. That's the new fad. Have you seen that? No. Oh, all the, I, I promise you, in this country, it feels like if you make a billion dollars and you're under 40, you have to be someone who takes an ice bath. Because I've seen that from all these, like, you want to know what the rich guys do? They get up at four in the morning, they take an ice bath because it makes them alive. And it's like every scientist who's looked at that has said it does nothing. You jump in an ice bath, it makes you really cold. Is that the new cryo chamber? That is the... Because about 10 years ago, it was the cryo chamber. Well, it's... It's the thought that this somehow is going to like, yeah, I mean, we've seen athletes who jump into cold, cold tub, cold shower, whatever to to help your muscles. But for the average human, if it's more of this thing where it's like, once you do this, your whole body fires differently and your brain is working. And it's like, yeah, if you're a finely tuned athlete, you're right. Probably makes a difference for the average person. No, it we does. should do it tomorrow before the show. See if the I'm show's not, any better. I'm not doing anything. I've seen videos of people go out on their patio Teddy. and they break the ice out of their ice Teddy. bath and they jump in. Yes. Congratulations, you've been promoted. Okay. Part of your new job is to find a kiddie pool, fill it with ice, no. and bathe us in it no. before the show tomorrow. No. I have to bathe you in yes, it? Yes, you've got to rub the ice on us. And What good is an ice plunge if there's not someone there to rub us? <laughs> We need cold no, rubbing. There's no, there's no, cold, that's, <laughs> sounds like, that sounds terrible. Cold rubbing. Sounds like an awful idea. Well, how do you stay warm then? Do you have to take any medication to stay warm? Well, we'll both have Viagra. Mm. Just Circu- like Josh Allen. To improve your circulation. Yes. Right. Yeah. I don't, so I don't know if it's going to be the you rubbing us listen, or the Viagra, but we're going to be excited to be in the kiddie listen, pool. Listen, pal, if you walking 10 steps in your neighborhood causes your thighs too violently itch i don't think getting in an ice bath is the best thing for you right maybe now. that'll cure that maybe i won't have that problem anymore yeah i want to be We've clear been doing it all wrong i'm sure there's something to like applying coldness to certain if you have sore muscles right that's different we're talking about wake up at four in the morning and then instantly jump in an ice bath. like tony robbins those guys that's like i get in there and now i can think yeah now i can write code like the best of them <laughs> what i'm gonna stand at my desk all right winner stand yeah it's 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 that it's i'm gonna stand i'm gonna sit in an ice bath i'm gonna do all these things now if you personally enjoy getting in an ice bath and it makes you feel a little better mentally do whatever you no, want. No, let me tell you something, man. It's if this ice, idea that that's the only the norm, thing. That's the scientific way to make yourself better. That's not true. All of these people then would be off ice baths and they'd be doing something else. It's not about the ice bath. It's about it's about how unique they are. What that's makes your, them spe- <laughs> more special than you? But because it used to be, I stand up at my desk. And now guess what? Everybody has standing Every, desks. Everybody stands at their desks. So, so I've been told I don't stand at my desk. It's like when my mother-in-law came to me and said, have you heard of this thing called a food truck? I had a taco. It was great. You know it's jumped the shark. <laughs> when a 70-year-old woman's talking about having a taco from a food truck. <laughs> I also had an ice bath yesterday. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing like, oh, I don't know, jazzercise. That's a great thing, right? You're just, they're playing music, you're dancing, you're doing some activity. Is that a bad thing? No, but that was a fad at one point that everyone was like, oh my gosh, jazzercise, it will change your life. It's like, no, you know what's changing your life? You got up and moved 
and you weren't moving before. That's doing that is good. However you like to do that is good. But this idea, it goes back to the mineral baths from the Gilded Age where yes. people are like, oh, if I go there, I'm a better person. No, it just it, it makes you mentally feel like you're doing something for yourself. Great, go do it. But it's not actually really changing anything. Yeah, if they were in the mineral bath with a chimney sweep <laughs> right next to them, they'd say, we got to get out of here. Look at this guy. Right. The commoners, the, the commoners have figured this out. We yeah. got to do something else. Let's invent the shake weight. <laughs> Somewhere, and it's all cyclical too, because the next Elon Musk is somewhere using a thigh master. This is it's dude, all cyclical. This is why it is so important to be able to laugh at yourself. Because if you can't laugh at yourself, you end up holding a shake weight and talking to someone seriously and be like, "No, I really feel the burn." As I'm doing this now for everyone You're watching it. That's right. TV. Yeah, we got to eat like the Italians, the Mediterraneans. That's the secret. Mm. Oh, other people are doing that now. Caveman, <laughs> caveman. <laughs> The, the general message, though, is not wrong that we should probably eat healthier than we generally do. All right, whatever, man. That's not necessarily bad. How about we all just try and get through life? You're right. Whatever helps you're you right. get through life. Yeah. If you're However depressed you're and you want to hit the drive-thru, I have no judgment for you. Nope. I agree with that. All right, the Big 12. The Big 12 is engaged in plans to split into two seven-team divisions in football beginning in 2023 to temporarily restructure as a 14-team league as the realignment process unfolds, league sources tell CBS Sports. Big 12 athletic directors, including those from conference newcomers, BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF, met last month in Las Vegas to begin deciding how the league will look for two seasons ahead of Texas and Oklahoma departing for the SEC. So then, you know, they have those new teams coming in. Texas and Oklahoma will still be there. So they have to have some sort of temporary realignment. Does, does Cincinnati divisions. get an outsized voice in this since of all these teams, they're the most recent participant in the college football playoffs? I don't know. You would think they would. Here is a projection of one way the Big 12 could organize its seven-team divisions. So I don't know what this means. If this means this looks good to us, the people writing this story, CBS Sports, or they got win, this is what the divisions are going to look like. Big 12 North will contain Cincinnati, BYU, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State. Big 12 South will have Baylor, Houston, TCU, Texas, Texas Tech, UCF, West Virginia. Now, of course, Texas and Oklahoma are leaving a couple years after this. They will realign again, I would assume. Yeah, would they just go back then to... Well, maybe they would still keep divisions, right? You're only losing two of those schools. You have... Uh... Those are seven-team divisions, right? Because yes. it goes up to 14. So you can still keep it at six and six if and you want to, I guess. And maybe there'd be more expansion by then, too. Could be. Who the hell knows? By the way, I, I know that this is not a solid thing, but it feels like West Virginia and Cincinnati should have a divisional game. Does it not? Those seem like those two schools would want to get after it. Why? Because they're, I don't know. Feels like that. Was, they're not that far away. You got okay. a lot of people who probably played against each other in high school. No, that I, went to, like, I just like West the, Virginia. I don't know. I don't know. Seems well, like it. Because they're not that far apart geographically. Put them together, make a little rivalry out of it. Let's go. Okay. UC in West Virginia. I agree. Sounds good to me. I don't think you do. I'm going to keep selling you on it. Uh, the Athletic put together a survey for baseball fans, asking baseball fans about how they feel about the game, what needs to change. I will share this survey with you coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Still watching an accident involving injuries on Lockbourne Road at Groveport Road. It is causing some backups in this area. Please be very careful as things continue to clear and plan on slowdowns for about 20 more minutes. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lesset are reminding you to never text while driving. No text message is worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at OhioLECET.com. Together, we can stop distracted driving. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan, it's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Extra large, extra stupid. This is Man and Bone. Hello. I want you to know in the break, we just spent a bunch of time critiquing how people can't talk. And then the two of us are going to go now and talk on the radio and show how little we can talk because we are also dumb. Well, I was was thinking because Biden's up at the podium talking to the media. And I was thinking, you know, in the NFL, we have all of these boy geniuses, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I know there's a limit. You have to be 35 years old to be president. But at some point, are we going to get to that point? At some point, are we going to get to the <laughs> right. point where the president of the United States has a headset on reading from a laminated card <laughs> at the podium, 35 years old, boy genius president? I think, I mean, yeah, for me... If you're going to put age limits on one end of a job, you need to put them on the other end of the job. That's where I come down. That's unfair. I'm saying for everybody. Last two guys we had, well over 70. All right. Just letting you know, maybe that's a little too old. That's all. Well, and probably in three years, it's going to be the same two guys running in all likelihood. (laughs) Only three years older for both of them. (laughs) God. All I'm saying is we can't have a 21-year-old show up and be like, I want to be president. Oh, my God. So here's what happened. I'm a sophomore at Capitol, and I want to run for president. It's like, that's nice. We thought by 4th of July we'd be okay, but, you know, (laughs) what are you going to do? We have an age limit on the bottom end where you can't show up at 19 and be like, time to be prez, LOL, hashtag. Like, you can't do that. So... We should maybe have it on the other end where you're like, I don't understand why it's not all tapioca. (laughs) I love tapioca. Why are we not talking about tapioca pudding? Back in my day, pronouns were things you learned in school. (laughs) Maybe that doesn't need that. Maybe we don't need it on the other end. She, her, you, I. Here's what I say. I don't know. Whatever age, like, John Stamos is believed to be. That is the age our president should. Like, I think he's probably 48 to 52. Now, in reality, I think he's like 60 or something. But I think he's closing in on 60. That's what I'm saying. But he looks like 48 to 52. I think that's the age we need to aim for for president. Somewhere in that middle ground is where I'm cool with it. But a lot younger, a lot older, not great with that. I'm rethinking Kanye for president. I think I may, he may have my vote next go around. Only if he wears the outfit when he was working on Donda and he was locked himself in the Mercedes Benz. No, 
What is the stadium? What is the Atlanta stadium called? Mercedes-Benz Stadium or Dome? Yeah, well, what's the difference? Whatever. Megatron's B-hole. That's what that's called. Anyway. Megatron's I, B-hole. That's what they call the roof there because it looks like a robot's... Uh, yeah. Oh, anyway. okay. Anyway, that, the way it opens, it looked... All right, look, okay, just, all right. I have way too much time on my hands. Anyway, the point is... Flowering I want, B-hole. I want him to wear... Kanye can only be president if he's going to wear the hosiery on his head and the red jacket that he was wearing when he was walking around the stadium Fine. working on the And album. Antonio Brown's his running mate. Sure. Kanye Let's Brown. Go. That's fine. 2024. Yeah. Uh, the Athletic surveyed baseball fans, asked them various questions. I will now read you those questions and the responses. Are you ready? Go ahead. Which of the following best describes your feelings about the current overall state of Major League Baseball? 51.6% said disappointed. 24.8% said hopeful. Hopeful? You're in the middle of a lockout. Hopeful? What is hopeful? Go to jail. Have these people never heard of Rob Manfred? Because I would not have any hope if I had. 11.4% said angry. 9.4% said indifferent. 2.8% said happy. Okay. Happy. Happy and hopeful. Those are the people the new that dwarves. they're sitting there watching a house burning down. They're like, this is warm. This is nice warmth. I'm going to stand right next to it. Who are you most upset with over Major League Baseball's lockout and ongoing labor strife? 61.2% said owners. 33.5% said both equally. Only 5.3% said players. Uh, do you expect the lockout will cause spring training to be shortened or canceled? 92.1% said yes. 7.9% said no. Do you expect the lockout will delay or shorten the regular season? 52.8% said yes. 47.2% said no. How would you rate the job Rob Manfred has done as commissioner? Uh, one being poor, got 41.8%. Two, yeah. 35.7. Three, 19.5. Four, 2.7. Five, meaning excellent, 0. 0.3. <laughs> I'd like to thank Rob Manfred for voting. <laughs> Because who else is voting for that? It's like, come on, guys. I'm doing all right. What's happening? Why doesn't anybody like what I'm doing? Which of these issues would you most like to see addressed this offseason? This is the one that I thought was kind of weird. With 71.5% of the vote saying this is the biggest issue to address this offseason. Mm -hmm. Minor league pay and living conditions. Now, yes, I, I understand that from a humanitarian level. But that is the number one thing you're concerned with this offseason? That thing that has nothing to do with the current CBA? Uh, that's that's surprising to me. I mean, I, I understand the idea, though, that in general, that is that is a huge issue with Major League Baseball. No, I know it is, but like, it's, you know. But the number one issue would be the fact that there may not be a start to the season I, until I'm not, June. I'm not saying that's not an important issue, but broadcast blackouts were number two on this list, 58.3%. Tanking, 56.1%. Service time manipulation, 52.5%. Pace of play, 48.3%. Designated hitter, 43.1%. Automatic ball strike system, 31.9%. Revenue sharing, 24.2%. Years until free agency, 22.9%. Other, 5.3%. You can make the case that the things that have the biggest impact on the game are further down on this list. Right? Yeah, right. Like Absolutely. years until free agency, revenue sharing. These are things at the bottom of the list. 
and broadcast blackouts and minor league pay are at the top. Well, what is interesting though is some of those issues are what the players and owners are arguing about, right? So they're not arguing about blackout restrictions. They're not, I don't think, arguing about minor leaguers not getting any pay. Well, they can't. That Minor leaguers aren't represented yeah. by the union. So right. that, that has nothing to do with the current CBA negotiations. Well, doesn't that speak a little bit to, though, how Major League Baseball players and owners, but a lot of this on the owners, I believe, but also the players, they are arguing about things that the fans do not care about nearly as much as they care about many other issues, right? It, the idea of service time and all that stuff is way down the list for fans compared to players and owners. That's why we're currently not playing or getting ready for a baseball season yet. That's why pitchers and catchers probably won't report on time and on and on and on. Which one of these changes would you most like to see Major League Baseball adapt to address tanking? Set a salary floor, 42.2%. Reverse draft order for non-playoff teams, 21.1%. Institute draft lottery, 17.9%. Prevent teams from picking top five in consecutive drafts, 11.6%. No changes, 7.2%. To me, salary floor is the number one issue. Well, I was interested, though, that people also said reverse draft lottery for non-playoff teams. Because I have said for years, I think that should be done. You want to prevent tanking? Tell the team that just barely missed the playoffs. Congratulations, you have the best shot at getting the number one. Yeah, I just, I don't, I think you could do both of those things. I don't think that goes far enough. And that leads me to the next question. Are you in favor of a salary cap system with cap and floor in Major League Baseball? 59% said yes, 41% said no. I, I am in favor of that. I would be too. And this is where I think, as much as I, I am not on the side of the owners on a lot of things, that's something you know the players will never go for. Is a salary cap? I can't. No, uh, I can't see that happening. Right? No. no. I mean, the owners would sign up for that today, instantly. Yes, but uh, they'd go for a floor. They wouldn't go for a cap unless it was some huge number. But then, what's the point in having the cap? Look, we've had these discussions, and I've gone back and forth on my opinion on this throughout the years. I've changed. You know, sometimes we get sort of tied into, I'm a capitalist. It's like, well, great, I'm a capitalist too. But we're not building a capitalist society here. We're trying to put together a competitive, fun sport to watch. There is a difference. There is, of course. Well, <laughs> if, I was, if I was putting together a government for a new nation, I wouldn't be talking about a salary cap and a salary floor. The difference is, yeah, people sometimes look at sports teams. And they, I mean, they are businesses, right? From the standpoint of the people who own them want them to make money. But the league itself is letting you buy in with the goal that you're going to run a competitive team, right? If someone came in and said, I want to buy a major league baseball team or any other team, name your league. But my goal here is I'm going to run it as cheaply as possible. That's the problem. Um, Like if they said that in the pitch meeting, major league baseball, rightfully so would say, sorry, you, you can't run this team. We don't want to bring someone in. who's just going to would say that. Well, they should say that. Who the hell knows? No, but anyone who's competent who's running a league would say, I want everyone in this league to be as competitive as possible and have as much of a chance to make it as the next one. They want You want more equality across the board when you're running a sports league. And, I mean, I think that could translate to other things, but that's just me. We mourn the death of a sports pioneer coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Still watching an accident on Lockburn Road at Groveport Road. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful as things continue to clear. You'll also find some slowdowns on 270 northbound between US 33 and I-70. That's on the east side, and traffic is backed up there as well. This driving report is sponsored by Domino's. Try Domino's new oven baked dips and twist combos. There's cheesy marinara, baked apple, and five cheese, each with dippable bread twists. Get yours or any free topping pizza for $7.99 each from Domino's. Carry out only. You must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Prepare your non-beef jerky insides for what's about to happen to them. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Let's talk about peepees. Let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. They have successfully treated thousands of men in Columbus. Today, I want to talk about ED, erectile dysfunction can affect your outlook on life, cause depression, so much more. They have an expert staff, and if you're like a lot of men, you could be having sex the day after your appointment. A treatment plan could involve a variety of treatments to have you performing like you haven't in years. Maybe it's with another person. Maybe it's by yourself. Blow up doll. Mm. No judgment. Doll. Doll. (laughs) They're located in Columbus, Ohio to serve you. Good thing, because they're called... Columbus Men's Clinic. Call them today, 614-300-7400, or visit them online, columbusmensclinic.com slash sextile. I don't think that's the slash. Give it a shot. See what happens. Maybe you unlock something. Oh. You know, like in Super Mario Brothers, you'd hit a secret brick, and then the beanstalk would come up. Oh, there'll be a beanstalk, my friend. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the whole point here. What did I tease? I don't remember. Oh, we mourn the death today. This is a bad segue to this because this woman actually was something and I'm nothing. We mourn the death today of a sports pioneer. Admittedly, I didn't know anything about this woman. Shame on me. We should. Well, you're bringing attention to her now. I I am. That's good. Um, Lucia Harris was her name. She died in her native Mississippi uh, yesterday. She was 66 years old. We don't know, know what the cause of death was, but not important right now. Why is this woman significant? Well, because she was the only woman in the history of the NBA to be drafted into the NBA. Wow. Now, you know, this was back in the day. We didn't have two rounds in the NBA draft. She was chosen in the seventh round by the New Orleans Jazz before they moved to Salt Lake City in the 1977 NBA draft. She played college basketball at Delta State, led them to three state national championships, three straight national championships, not state national well, championships. I, I knew what you meant. From 1975 to 1977. Um, she was 6'3", averaged 25.9 points per game, 14.5 rebounds per game, shot 63.3% from the field. In 115 college games, she was a three-time All-American. The Jazz thought enough of her to draft her in the seventh round. However, she could not try out for the Jazz because at the time, she was pregnant. 
Yeah, she apparently lived a very interesting life because she also was on the inaugural women's basketball team and scored the first point in women's basketball in, in the, the Olympics. Olympics. That's right. Uh, and was inducted into the Naismith Memorial Basketball, basketball Hall of Fame in 1992. She won a silver medal at the Montreal Games when women's basketball first made its introduction. She played on that team with Pat Head, yes. who became Pat, Pat Summit. Summit. Yeah. Very, very, that's, that's such an amazing life, too. And she was the first black woman to be enshrined in the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame yeah. in 1992. Yeah. That's, what a, what a very, I'm, I'm surprised we haven't heard more about her. You know, I, I don't think this is necessarily a bad idea that they're doing this. The 30 for 30 people, that's changed quite a bit, right? A lot of the people who created 30 for 30 are no longer at ESPN, but they are doing an episode on the tuck rule. Which mm-hmm. twenty years ago today that happened? Yeah, so they they've got a trailer out for it, and and I've seen some people kind of ripping that, and I I understand where they're coming from. They are saying with the Tuck Rule, yes, a lot of newer fans may not have been there and remembered that, but thirty for thirty was something that tended to be a little more when it started. Let's look into some stories you may not have heard of. Or if it's a story you've heard of, we're going to go way in-depth on it. And stuff you've never heard about it is going to be in this documentary. Doesn't it seem like Lucia Harris would have been someone they should have done a 30 for 30 on? I guess there was a documentary there made was. about New York, her. New York Times did a documentary for their YouTube channel last year. It's about 22 minutes long. But if you go search her name and put in New York Times... You'll see a documentary about her. Right. I'm just saying, to me, those stories, that that all you have to say is the only woman ever drafted into the NBA. I didn't know that even happened. I didn't either. So let's have a 30 for 30 on that. I'm saying I wish the 30 for 30 people would would understand that's where they make their best stuff, is when they get a really talented director and they give them a story that maybe isn't as well known Something like the Tuck Rule's fine. That'll be interesting, well, too. Yeah, but I'd like to watch that. I mean, not, there's so many of these. Why can't we have both wait, of those? You're right. I just, I'm just i worried they're going to start making more of those movies where it's like, let's tell you about things you already saw and have been covered a million different ways. Let's do it another way. This is a story that it feels like we barely even talk. I, we, You and I have never talked about this until today because I don't think we even knew about it until she passed away, sadly. Yeah. And that's too bad. It's That's really unfortunate. But... We honor her today, Lucia Harris, one of the all-time pioneers in basketball. Human rights activists tell athletes not to say negative things about China while in China during the Olympics because they may be persecuted. Um, well, pros- I, prosecuted, not yeah, persecuted. Well, yeah, it's they literally have laws on the books that you can't do this stuff. Well, we've talked about this. It's almost like maybe we shouldn't be holding the Olympics in countries like this. Yeah. It does seem to make a lot of sense to me that maybe you don't have the Olympics in a place where if people say, hey, I'm not so fond of this government. Like, again, America has its flaws. I am someone who thinks that every country has its flaws. And there's lots of the things we can point out about our own country. Right. But one thing I know for sure here is if you're from another country and we have the Olympics here or we have anything here and you just come to this country, you're visiting and you're given a microphone and you say, I don't like America sucks. I don't like this country. I think they are terrible because of X, Y, and Z. 
you have a lot of people who don't like <laughs> that's you. Right. You're not being charged with a crime. You're not thrown in jail for that, and you can leave whenever you want, and that's that's your right to have freedom of speech. And the fact that that's what most societies around the world have agreed in some way, shape, or form is the right thing to do. That is that is where we should be having these big happy events like the Olympics, the World Cup. We shouldn't be having them in places where, oh, yeah, by the way, don't bring your computers because they're going to spy on you. Oh, and uh, if you say anything about the fact they're spying on you, they might throw you in jail. That's not great. It's not where the money is, homie. Russia, Qatar, China. That's where the money is. A lot of money in those places. That's all places. they care. Right. It's all about the spirit of the games. BS. It's about yeah. lining your pockets. As much cash as you possibly can. Absolutely. Uh, all the news and notes you need as we go on campus. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of Lockburn Road at Groveport Road. All lanes have reopened in that area, but you are going to find some residual slowdowns as traffic continues to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by Domino's. Try Domino's new oven bake dips and twist combos. There's cheesy marinara, baked apple and fudge cheese, each with dippable bread twists. Get yours or any three topping pizza for $7.99 each from Domino's. Carry out only. You must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Dumb, very dumb. This is Man and Bone. On campus, all the news and notes you need coming up in mere moments. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer at 534. Rimmer just got off the plane in Philadelphia where the Jackets will take on the Flyers tomorrow night. It is weird that we're in late January almost, mid-late January. Yeah. We have not seen the Flyers yet. At yeah, all. that is. I you know what? I hadn't realized that, but I guess you're right. Jackets releasing a revised schedule today. Um, I'm not going to read all the games. If you want to see it, BlueJackets.com. Let them live on campus. Let's do it. Common Man and T Bones on campus. The latest college sports news and notes. Bone. Well, man, legendary TCU coach and your guy Gary Patterson. My guy now is sure he's your guy. Uh, he is now apparently shifting to work for another school in Texas, and that would be Texas. He is going to, according to Chip Brown, Chip, Chip, from twenty four seven Sports. He says that Patterson will be, and this title is one that would make Ryan Day proud, special assistant to the head coach. But there is another report here that says. That he is, he is as of yet not officially in any capacity for this team. So he is the unofficial special assistant to the head I coach see. as of right now. I see. But he was seen at a basketball game sitting with Chris Del Conte, who is the athletic director at Texas. And, and I would feel weird about this if I were a TCU fan or alum. He's sitting in the thing, in the, in the luxury box, wearing Texas gear. Like wearing a shirt with the with the Longhorn logo on it. Like, oh, well. I mean, I know that you're gonna go if you're gonna go work there. You better yeah, jump you right wear in, the gear, but, man. 
But he just said it's not official yet. So anyway, special assistant to the head coach is what Gary Patterson is looking to be. Let him live. I don't know what that means, but means you drive around spring training in a golf cart. Or that's what it means. Let me ask you this: Does it mean if things don't work out there with Sark, is he the no. guy in waiting? No, because I'm sure Sark has like you know associate head coach in waiting on his staff, like sure. a couple guys with that title. Like Ryan Day has assistant head coach. He also has associate head coach. Right. We don't know which one is higher on the pecking order. Uh, that's true. I don't know that either. But I assume all these coaches, head coaches, are putting stupid titles on their assistants now to keep them happy. Uh, transfer portal news. Colorado transfer wide receiver Brendan Rice is committing to the Trojans. He had 27 passes for 419 yards and five touchdown catches in 14 games with the Buffs this year. You may know Brendan Rice's dad. His dad is Jerry. So that is oh. Deuce as he goes by because he is Jerry Rice's son. But yeah, so he's going to be playing for USC That's now. It's got to so. be tough to be Jerry Rice's son. I would play in the so. same sport, playing the same position. Yeah, and getting compared constantly to him. I, I mean, your dad is the greatest of all time. Right. You will never achieve what he's achieved. No, and I don't. I don't know how that feels for him. But he seemed very excited about going to USC. So let him live. Meanwhile, there's more with this Kirk Ferentz thing. Iowa coach has uh, this alumni committee that he brought together. Remember, there were allegations of racial insensitivity in the Iowa program a few years ago. Part of what Kirk Ferentz did to, you know, calm the fears that maybe he was running a program that had caused a lot of that. He said, all right, fine, maybe I have done some things or, or unknowingly did some things. So he brought together this advisory committee to, he says, help him with these allegations of racism and help him learn how he could be better. Then report came out last week that he dissolved this committee out of nowhere. Well, not necessarily out of nowhere. One of the members on the committee, one of the leaders on the committee, a former player there, actually had commented that he thought that Kirk Ferentz and all the football staff should step down because he didn't think it was productive. David Porter was this former offensive lineman who was on this leadership committee. He's the one who called for that. He played for the Hawkeyes from 99 to 2002. Kirk Ferentz has now come out and said, hold on, that's fake news. I did not dissolve this committee. What I did was decide to move everyone off of this committee and get new people on it. Oh. That's all I did. All right. So, you know what, though, in fairness to Kirk Ferentz, who's the real problem with Kirk Ferentz? Or the university that's enabled him this entire time. They just gave him a new contract. And I don't know. I'm I'm guessing maybe some of what that former player, David Porter, was saying might have been in response to the fact that, yes, Iowa announced a contract extension through 2029 Yeah, so it's it's, it's amazing that a guy like Kirk Ferentz thinks he can do no wrong because essentially he's told that. He's been told that for the last 25 years. Yeah, and so Kirk Ferentz cited in, in this letter that he sent out to parents to say, no, I didn't disband this committee, but it also has no decision-making power. He said, look, we've changed a lot of things. For example, I've changed the dress code, new social media freedoms for players, and permitting players to express their opinions during the national anthem. Um, He also said that several members of the committee indicated their interest in stepping away from the committee in December as they felt the work had been done and they needed new voices. So believe what you want to believe there. In either case, I mean, Kirk Ferentz, is this something that truly helps him? Maybe. Is it something that helps him with a PR nightmare? Also, maybe. And finally, uh, former tight end for Alabama, Jaleel Billingsley, has announced where he is transferring to, and it is Texas. Because this just in, everybody who's transferring is either going to USC or Texas, my friend. 
That's what's happening right now. Yeah, well, I mean, both of those programs are trying to step back into respectability, but I think it says more about the state of those programs. That they have the room. They have the to room. To bring those players in. And these in. players are not transferring in thinking they're not going to play? No, they're transferring right? thing and they're going they're in They're looking right at away. the roster saying, I can play on this team, so I'm going. Yeah, and Jaleel Billingsley playing at Alabama, he has some familiarity with Steve Sarkeesian, who was there previously, so that's also part of where that's coming from, I'm guessing, but there you go. New Ohio State offensive line coach and associate head coach for offense. Don't forget about that. Justin Fry, we learned he's going to make $800,000 this upcoming season. He signed a two-year deal, but uh, essentially it's a one-year deal because they're going to renegotiate the money after this year yeah. based on performance. And, of course, he can earn all, all the bonuses that coaches earn. You know, if you win the Big Ten, you get a certain amount of money. Go to the playoffs, you get a certain amount of money. Yeah, I mean, I, I, is it surprising that that amount, what was the total number you said again? 800000 That's before bonuses. Now, that is for essentially an offensive line coach. No, and that would, no, well, no. What I'm, it's, not, hang it's, on. it's for an associate head coach for offense. That's what I'm saying. If he was just offensive line coach, I think a lot of people would go, whoa, whoa, that's even more than I not would in think. today's football. Man. Right. You're, but you add in that title and suddenly it's like, well, actually, he's doing a lot more than just offensive line. Is he? Well, I, that's, look, man, I'm not in these meetings. I don't, I didn't go to football coaching school. I have no idea. I tend to assume offensive line coach isn't just sitting there going, set hut, like Bob Wiley with the Browns. And then that's all he does all day. I'm guessing those guys do get involved in game planning, but maybe they don't have a title attached to it. Now everyone does get the title and that means more money. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find some delays on 270 northbound between US 33 and I-70. Traffic is still building in that area. Plan about a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. Losing sleep over a stressful job or a bad boss? It's time to get to know Express Employment Professionals. Connect on the Express Jobs app or ExpressPros.com. More than a half million people find work with Express each year. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Well, Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Three hours a day, every single day. Tell your friends. Tell them how stupid we are. And uh, if your friends aren't aware of the podcast, well, direct them to that. Huh? How would they get that, Mike? Where Wherever you get your audio, Spotify, Apple, whatever, just search Common Man and T-Bone. You'll see our cartoon faces pop up. Click! Subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device. And we've done, charge. we've done things like the Uncensored podcast. Maybe in the future, if you guys want, maybe one of us or both of us will jump in and do other things. Like, I don't know, throw some random stuff in the feed, too. You never know what's going to come down the feed. So yeah. that's why you should subscribe so you can get some of that interesting stuff. Mike, I have a couple of uh, Cleveland 
sports-related tidbits for you if you okay. want them. Let's go. And oddly, they involve two guys who I think are similar in a way that they would probably not appreciate the comparison. I'll, I'll explain. So first off is Kyrie Irving played against the Cavs in Cleveland with Brooklyn because he can play away games. He This was on Monday, right? They played a game at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It was Cavs won the game, right? Yeah, it was a very good win for them. But a fan was heckling Kyrie. You know, a Cavs fan heckling a guy who hit the shot that won them a title. Did the Blue Jackets go out of their way to make a video for Kyrie and play that at the game? Yes, even though he did not play for their doesn't, team. Doesn't matter. He did win something Welcome in this state. Welcome back, Kyrie. Yeah. Um, so the video shows him as the fan is heckling him, where he says, got y'all a championship and MFers still ungrateful. And I just wish, like... I don't blame Kyrie in that moment for saying, I won a championship here. I can't believe you guys are mad at me that I won you that championship. If that was all that happened, I wouldn't blame him, right? But I think Kyrie might want to acknowledge the fact that then since he's left there and gone a bunch of other places, Cavs fans probably do feel a little detached from him right now, right? Given that he hasn't, stayed there and helped them win more championships. Now, maybe you could say, well, it's his right to go, and that's fine, but isn't it the right of the fans to say, I wish you still played here, and of so course. since you don't, I'm kind of mad at you? What are we doing here, people? I don't, I don't know. I don't know why right? people this get mad This is all just that. comic book stuff. You have bad guys, you have good guys, sometimes good guys turn into bad guys, sometimes they go rogue and turn back into good guys. What are we talking about here? I don't, I don't know. You stripped all the enjoyment away from watching competition. Right, and maybe you don't need to yell that at Kyrie. Maybe you don't need to. Ha- I don't know what was. I don't know what was said. Maybe something horrible was said, and that's what led him to lash out. I have no idea. All so, right. in fairness to him, but still, I'll have the Blue Jackets cut the video down to six minutes. <laughs> that's fine. That's good. And then play it before a Blue Jackets game, not at a Cavs game. This is just the Blue Jackets honoring Kyrie, even though he's not at the place. Yes. Now the other guy I said is similar to Kyrie in at least one way, and that's Baker Mayfield where Baker and Kyrie both have this thing where they do and say things that get people to pay attention to them, and then they go, why does everyone have to constantly pay attention to me and be up in my business? Why does everyone make a big deal about everything I do? And the answer is because you you both you want them want to. That. You ask for that. Case in point today, Baker Mayfield just had surgery on his shoulder, right? He Popped today. his shoulder out. Today, he had surgery. It was reported he was going under the knife today. Yeah. So on Baker Mayfield's verified account 38 minutes ago, he sent out a tweet with him, video of him in the sling with the bandage on his shoulder. Might even still be in the waiting room at the Reco- hospital. Recovery room. Recovery, whatever, yes. Where he said, thanks to Dr. So-and-so and his team for performing a successful surgery. This is only going to be a minor bump in the road. Excited to get healthy and back to my normal self. Thank you all and God bless. Like, I don't blame you for sending that message out. He is very online. This is totally on brand for Baker Mayfield. What will be shocking is, or not shocking, is in two months when people say, hey, Baker Mayfield, how's your shoulder doing? And he says something to the effect of, why does everyone have to know? I'm on track. Stop asking me about it. Like, he just, he seems like the type of guy who would put the update out there and then get mad when people ask him, hey, how's it going? We all know you had this surgery. Either you want this life or you don't, I guess is what I'm saying. And then, well, you're forgetting, too, that his his wife, Emily, will be on her verified account spreading love. 
as she does, right? That's what she says her job is, to spread love sure, and yeah. good tidings. And she'll post something cryptic like, had a rough day of rehab today. No context, nothing else. Right. Then both are asked about it. And it's like, geez, I can't even say anything on social media. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. That's I made exactly a rough it. day because they ran out of snacks at the rehab center. That's all I meant. <laughs> I can see her posting a video of like, a Browns game and be like, guess I won't be going to these anymore. Sucks that this era is over. And people are like, does that mean Baker's retiring? And then she's like, no, I just mean I changed seats for next year. I won't be sitting in this section. I moved. And then people take that out of context, according to them. Whatever, man. I don't understand why Baker, Kyrie, others like, they're not the only ones, right? There's plenty of other people in sports to do this, where they post a lot about themselves. They let a lot of their thoughts and, and ideas be known and then when people are like, hey, since you like to talk about things, what about this? What about that? What about this thing you said? And they go, why are you hounding me? Leave me alone. Even though you've asked for everyone to not leave you alone. I'm really going to miss this, Jim. <laughs> are you leaving Cleveland? That's not what it meant. Blue, no. ja Blue Jackets are getting a video together. <laughs> I wonder Cheers to you, Emily Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, uh, the Blue Jackets video team, is that like is that all they is, is that just their number one job now is coming up with the next who can we get next? Who, who's what's the next video we can make? Like, do they look down rosters and say, wait, did that guy ever play in the minor leagues for us at any level? Because mm -hmm. we could possibly do that. And I mean I Cheers to you, Gregory Hoffman. <laughs> Sure. Sorry you didn't want to come back to the team. <laughs> right. Sorry, Yarmo just released you in shame. Hey, all I know is don't you dare question anything they do when it comes to a video. Don't question it, Mike. Don't even ask. Uh, rundown. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Buckeyes, as expected, had no problems with ooey pooey last night. 83 to 37. Whatever. It was a glorified scrimmage. They shouldn't have charged money for that. No one cared who was there. What else do you have to add for this game? I, Nothing? I will, no, I, I, I will say this. I think, and it's not because last night he had 14 points, but I, I think that there's a spot for Eugene Brown, a.k.a. Gene Brown, to have a little bit more time. He got Does some he more want time. to be called Gene, or are you just calling him Gene? I think he's... I think that's what he's been referred to, right? Okay. Yeah, it's Gene. It's right, just, I'm saying sure Eugene Brown he's is his all name. For it. I'm just trying to be clear. Maybe he wants to be called Huge. Huge. What's up, Huge? Hey, that's a that good... That was a yeah. huge shot. He's huge. Yeah. I, I. All I know is if we're going to have Justin Arns going out there, not providing a ton on offense... What are you talking to me, about? He always provides a ton. Okay. Make him a video. The Jackets are making videos for anyone now. That's good. Like, the, remember the time he made a layup. This is like the real or men of genius. Shot a layup. Ads. Shot a layup. That's what it is. All of his real layup highlights. Man of genius. Yeah, that's uh, all. I think maybe let's get let's get some more run for Gene Brown. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Could be some problems for the San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo already dealing with a bad thumb. Now he says his shoulder hurts every single time he throws the football. They are not saying for sure that Jimmy Garoppolo will be okay to start the game this weekend against the Packers. 
Yeah, that's that's a bit concerning. I know last week he had Jimmy Garoppolo had something to say about that thumb injury where I guess it's the some kind of muscle in between his thumb and his index finger, and he said that when he's trying to grip the football, it feels like the webbing in your hand is ripping well, apart. Well, look, man, if this were Ronnie Lott, he would have had that webbing surgically removed. <laughs> oh, God, oh, gross. I don't want to think about what your hand looks like. Ugh. Anyway. Come on, get it over with, Okay, Jimmy. whatever. The point is, that's what he was dealing with prior to this game. Now he's dealing with that still, whatever they did to fix that, and his shoulder hurting, too. That's not boding well. Correct? That's that's a, no. that's going to be a difficult thing if he does play to be able to play through, I would think. The latest on Jim Harbaugh in the NFL. There's the connection with the Raiders, but report today says that Jim Harbaugh and the Chicago Bears have talked on the phone. They have not had a formal interview, but they've discussed things on the phone. Who the phone conversation was with, I have no idea. I'm going to say it was the old lady, Virginia McCaskey, based on no reporting whatsoever, and they discussed their favorite pudding. Uh, What else? The Blue Jackets are making a video for the phone that that conversation occurred on. Well, there has to be some sort of connection to the Blue Jackets, though. Justin Fields. Or the state of Ohio. Justin Fields played in Columbus. Boom. Done. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Fire the cannon. Mm -hmm. Carry the flag. Not out of our bluey rise, because I don't know what the hell that means. They're sticking with it, though. Well, they they will stick with it. Sticking with it. You're going to like our dumb slogan. (laughs) If you don't like that, here's another video. All right. I don't know why you're shoving this down my throat, but there he is, Sonny Milano. Look at him go. Uh, What what am I going to do? I was going to do something. Oh, Oh, the 49er Cowboy game pulled quite a television rating. 41.5 million people watch the broadcast either on CBS or Nickelodeon. They've added those two together. The Eagles and Buccaneers averaged 30.4 million. Steelers and Chiefs, 28.9 million. Raiders, Bengals, 27.7 million. And the Patriots and Bills dog game, 26.4 million. Um, the NFL wildcard game between the 49ers and Cowboys was up 35% versus last year when CBS and Nickelodeon did the Bears and the Saints. Yeah. So it was up 35% on that game. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's a little bit more, isn't it, when it's Cowboys-Niners? That, that has a traditional matchup feel that was actually... a really interesting game at the end which keeps the number high because a lot of people are tuning in to see that so it was the most watched wild card game in 10 years and cbs's second most watched wild card game on record paramount plus registers its most streamed non-ever super bowl nfl weekend also so hey breaking news nfl doing okay in terms of viewership and making money that's exactly right Bengals are getting ready for the Titans this weekend. I saw that Derrick Henry, who was expected to play, also took part in a full contact practice today. He said he felt great, just wanted to get some pads on, haven't had them on in a while, and got some contact going. There is no doubt that he's going to play this weekend. How effective he's going to be, how many carries he gets, is this going to be one of those situations like we saw last year where they give him the ball 30 times and call it a day? No. No. But he's going to be in there, and he's going to play some sort of role. You can guarantee that. 
Yeah, I, I don't doubt that at all. And I think that's going to be very worrisome given the fact that now you're without Larry Ogunjobi for the Bengals' defensive line. That's not that's not the greatest news to get when the Titans are getting back one of their biggest weapons running up the middle or anywhere. So how healthy he's going to be as far as his conditioning and everything else, I'm sure he's done everything you're supposed to to stay in shape while he's been rehabbing from this injury, but what does that mean when you get out on the field? I don't know when you have to go in a playoff game and you've had a layoff this long, but... Derrick Henry is a freak of nature, so if anyone is going to be able to pull it off, I could see him getting out there and being good. That's not great news for the Bengals, but what's new? They're going to have to go out there and have another great performance, but if you do, you end up in the AFC title game, and you'll take that every day of the week if you can get it. Joe Burrow wants you to get used to it. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. An accident to watch out for right now. You are going to find a crash on Elm Creek Drive north of Refugee Road, causing slowdowns in that area. Please be careful as things continue to clear. You're going to find some slowdowns in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware. West Jefferson now hiring. Are you looking for steady work and great benefits? Get your career on track with Ace Hardware. Now hiring CDL truck drivers with $10,000 sign-on bonus in West Jefferson. That's right, a $10,000 sign-on bonus. Apply now at acehardware.com. That's acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. A little uncalled for. I I agree. How dare, how dare our weather people do that on the weather. That's nice. very unprofessional. Called for. Mm. Yeah. Bone is going to tell you about Wawa. That, that's that, uh, well, yeah, Aqua, Agua. Wawa. Oh, oh, and Wawa. Sure. Okay. Anyway, the water in your house—you probably know if it's bad, right? It may smell like that. Might smell terrible. You might see stains in some of your places. Here's what I know: if you want to fix the water in your house. Don't ignore it because over time, it can cost you money. It can cause your appliances not to last as long. It can leave your... Is that why I have so clothes. many skid marks in my underwear? It could be that. Because of the water? It could have your color, your clothes looking very dull or dingy. Yeah. So, Kinetico can fix the... <laughs> Kinetico can fix these issues for you and so much more because they can get your water treated. They can get the funk out of your water. Never mind the fact you don't have to buy bottled water anymore because you can get the K5 drinking water station, which I have in my house, and it makes the water taste great. ConnecticutColumbus.com is where you need to go, and if you miss that, I'll say it again. ConnecticutColumbus.com to get the funk out of your water. That was bassy. Bassy. That was a full-throated one there. Good for you. Juveniles. It's juveniles. Who mm-hmm. listens to this show? Five-year-olds. God, I hope not. <laughs> not going to. They, speak they well. would. They would think that was the funniest segment in the world. Well, right. But what about the rest of it? <laughs> That's not good. Uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow says, "Get used to winning." 
He said, I tried to downplay it after the game because this is how it's going to be from here on out. It was a great win for us, but this is the standard for the bare minimum every year going forward. He said, I thought it would happen last year. Unfortunately, I got hurt, but we weren't super good last year. But this year, this is the expectation. All right. Good. Joe Burrow says it every single year. You're at least winning one, one playoff game. Take it to the bank. Well, but you know what? I appreciate him saying that's where we we expect to make the playoffs every year and win when we get to the playoffs. Yes. Now, can we win a Super Bowl every year? Yes. You'd love that? Yeah, that's what he's saying. But I don't blame him for saying, I think I'm pretty good. We've already shown this year that we're better than people thought we would be. I think if we keep building and growing this, yeah, we should expect to make the playoffs. By the way, that's not wrong. That is why so many Browns fans this year were disappointed that their team, which made the playoffs last year and won a playoff game, didn't go and do that the next time around. Didn't even get to the playoffs. So, Bengals fans, that's also not wrong of you. If next year it doesn't fall your way and the Bengals don't make the playoffs, but you don't have to worry about that right now. You're actually in there. You've got a chance to move on to the AFC Championship game, and that is going to be something if they're able to do it. But you, the fact that you've got a quarterback saying, yeah, it's cool, that's not where we want to be, and we know that, that's very good. Michigan has agreed to pay $490 million settlement with more than 100, 100 people, 1,000 people, who say they were abused by former sports doctor Robert Anderson. Several football players have come out saying Bo Schembechler knew about it. I think Bo's own stepson. Stepson or adopted son? Um, those I want to say, say adopted son. Okay, yes, adopted. It was the adopted son because then uh, Bo's biological son says the adopted son is full of crap, right? Right, I think that's anyway, correct. There are allegations that Schembechler knew about it, and so now Michigan has to pay out $490 million and... You know, that's not going to make the years of abuse and trauma go away, but that is a hefty, hefty sum. This is not exclusive to Michigan, all right? This is not all, look at the Ohio State guys poking fun at Michigan. Ohio State's had their own issues in this department, I think it's disgusting. I don't care if it's Michigan or any other school. If you allow this behavior to take place, you knowingly send kids off to a doctor like this, then you should have to pay for it. Unfortunately... This is many, many years ago in most of these situations, and people cannot be brought to justice because they're dead. Right. Well, that's, I mean, the situation in Michigan you just laid out there. We obviously know about the Penn State situation with Jerry Sandusky doing things that were found out later to be awful and and should have been caught but weren't. Well, no, they found out at the time they were, well, no, they were disgusting right. and that awful, was, and then yes. they just quietly sort of made him go away. Right. I mean, the rest of us found out afterwards how deep it went and how high it went, how many people knew. Yeah. But then you look at Michigan State, Larry Nasser, mm-hmm. same situation, similar situation in, in the case of he's a doctor, he's doing a air quotes medical procedure. And you're right. Here at Ohio State, Dr. Richard Strauss was the one. He's obviously long since passed. But there are a lot of people involved in that situation who say, yeah, there were there were people there at the time who were told about it and did nothing. This is not in any way, shape or form Ohio State homers looking at Michigan or some of these other schools and saying, oh, there you go. Would never happen here. No, it it apparently does happen a lot of places. And that is (laughs) that that should raise a lot more questions, shouldn't it? About what what our culture was like over the last 
couple decades, right? 30, 40 years, I guess this goes back. Well, you know what Herbie would say. What would Herbie say? Ca- they cared more back then, so they covered it up. <laughs> is that You know, that, the game meant more to them back then. Oh, right, because that's right. Because back in the day, everyone, the day, everyone had it right, you know, and now they you, don't. you wouldn't think about not playing in a bowl game. It mattered more. Yeah, right? man, But today, I, we have standards for life and society. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Doctors I, diddling people. You know, I, I just, I don't understand how anyone can look at the situations that were created back in those days and say, well, those were just isolated incidents and there's nothing more to see here. I think there has to be more discussion about what causes systems that cause people to be protected when they're doing horrible things. And sure, we have not seen quite that same thing to that level at any of these schools we just mentioned uh, in the last few years, but we did have a Tell situation. Tell the Olympic gymnast that. Well, you know what? That's fair enough. In Michigan State, that was going on right up until the end. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That That's exactly right. But I was even going with looking at football now. I mean, Baylor had their issue with Art Bryles covering for players that were brought in. They were told of things those players were doing, and they ignored them or shuffled them under the rug. I think that in a bigger, broader sense, there has to continue to be discussions about how college athletics primarily can be a very good thing and can be very helpful and can be excellent, but it can also bring about cultures that allow people to have the wrong incentives to hide someone and say, well, yeah, but this program, we can't afford to have that come out, you know, and that's not great. That's, that's not where we want to be as a society. So I don't think as much as I love the sports that we watch and I enjoy them tremendously, I don't think we can just sit there and say, we should never investigate anything further than, Oh, that happened 20 years ago? Well, it'll never happen now. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Still watching an accident on Elm Creek Drive north of Refugee Road. It is causing slowdowns in this area. Please be careful as the roads continue to clear and watch out for backups over here as well. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bones. Name dropping. With the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports by the Airport. Every single Wednesday, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Remmer. On the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rims. Good to talk to you, buddy. Always good to talk to you. And here I am in the city of brotherly love. So I'm ready to share some love with my boy. Oh, I'm glad you are. So let's talk about the last two games. At the Hurricanes, 6 to nothing. That's good. At the Panthers, 9-2. to two. That's bad. Go wherever you want to go. Well, uh, obviously there were... Uh, quite a few people and, and maybe not necessarily the players as much uh, 
or the coaching staff, but a lot of folks said, boy, here we go. Six nothing over arguably the best team in the National Hockey League. And I still think Carolina is a better team uh, than, uh, than Florida. But it's going to be an interesting uh, Stanley Cup playoffs this year because not only are there, there those two teams, but as well the Tampa Lightning. And uh, the Jackets were, were outstanding. There wasn't uh, one player uh, that the coaching staff uh, would even think of criticizing after the, cal- the game with uh, Carolina. Now, on the other hand, uh, we march in to Florida, and it's a totally different story. Uh, I thought that uh, Florida came out, and they were ready to go. Uh, they scored seven goals the night previous against Dallas. I think uh, uh, the Blue Jackets were a little surprised at what they saw in that first period, and it was just a disappointing performance all the way around, and they paid a price for it here with practice these last couple of days, and uh, I would suggest that we're going to see a team that uh, comes out with energy, a team that plays with a sense of urgency against the Philadelphia Flyer team that's uh, all of a sudden lost nine in a row. Um, I'm not saying that we have to connect these dots, but uh, were you on the call for that Carolina game? No, I wasn't. No, were you on mm. the call for that Florida game? Yes, I was. All right, Uh-oh. well, it's all your fault. You <laughs> I suck. Think, I think we see the commonality here. Yeah, Rims, I mean, I, there's there's got to be frustration with the team after that performance, and I and I don't doubt that they were very high after the, the Canes victory, but doesn't that speak to the major problem with this team right now, which is, yes, they're playing some young guys, and, and yes, that's going to happen, but it, it's just wildly inconsistent right now. It is consistent, and that happens with a young team. And let's not, as an excuse, but it's out there, remember that they're playing with players that just came back from COVID, in the case of Texier, and, and players that are out because of COVID. So, And, I of mean, course, as we know, COVID only affects the Columbus Blue Jackets. <laughs> no, no, it affects other teams as well. But I'm specifically talking about the Blue Jackets here. And you bring players back that have had barely one practice or a skate and expect them to perform at the level that these athletes perform at, it's not going to happen. And, uh, hey, the players know. Uh, again, uh, Brad Parsons made it very clear. There's no quit in this team. Yeah, if you look at the standings, they're a long way from uh, even a wild-card playoff spot. But I suspect tomorrow night you're going to see a different hockey team here in Philadelphia. I promise. Name-dropping with Jeff Rimmer here on the fan. Um, you Flyers tomorrow night, they have not been good, obviously. Cam Atkinson has had a decent season, though, for the Flyers. Why don't you talk about the, the impact he's had on that squad? Uh, he's had a pretty good impact, there's no question. But remember, it, it was a hockey trade. The Blue Jackets needed a playmaker. Thus, Jack, Jake Voracek becomes a, a Blue Jacket. You know Cam Atkinson's going to score goals. But even with 15 goals that he has, where are the Flyers? They're below us in the standings and uh, uh, unlikely to catch the Blue Jackets. Voracek, on the other hand, until he got uh, uh, COVID and and has uh, been removed from the lineup, he was leading the National Hockey League in primary assists, first assists. He's a playmaker. And uh, again, I think the Jackets are happy with the trade. I think Philadelphia is happy with the trade, at least happy with Atkinson, not happy with their team's performance by any stretch of the imagination. Rims, let's talk about something else. The Olympics coming up here not too long. They're uh, about to name the teams for 
the various countries that are going, and obviously no NHL players can go, but Kent Johnson, Blue Jackets' fifth overall pick in the draft last year, is expected to make Team Canada. How much are the Jackets excited to have him go out there and, and possibly be on that bigger stage? And hopefully his performances that he's been putting together in college, wider audience gets to see them, the hype builds, and then he comes in here hopefully next year. He could possibly, uh, uh, T-Bone, be here in April. Right, yeah. Uh, once, once, once the college season ends, and if he decides that he's going to turn pro, he could play some games for the Blue Jackets late in the season. I personally hope that's the case. I think he's ready. Uh, as far as Canada's concerned, he, and I hate to mention Michigan, but uh, that's where, of course, he's playing his college hockey, and he is joined by uh, Owen Power, who's on that Michigan team, and Power was the number one overall pick in last July's draft by the Buffalo Sabres. And uh, they're over there together and uh, likely will be playing uh, uh, quite a few uh, shifts together, power on the blue line and and Johnson up front. Uh, There are a couple of other uh, uh, Blue Jackets, uh, at least hopefuls, that are going to be in the Olympics. There's a couple of Russians that have a a strong chance of playing. And, uh, hey, it's going to be worth watching these Olympic Games for again, we're talking about the future of the Blue Jackets, and there's nothing better than looking at the future with uh, what I think is uh, a number of players, key players, that are going to find themselves in a Columbus uh, uniform here in the not too distant future. Name ro- na- that too. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer, brought to you by Rimmer's Friends, Buyers Imports by the Airport. Would you like to talk about your friends, Rims? I'm uh, always willing to talk about uh, uh, the guys at uh, Buyers Imports. And uh, let me tell you, uh, if you're looking for a new automobile, I've said this before, that the 2022s are there. But there's also some other attractions on why you should head to Buyers Imports at the airport. Just this Monday, the new Audi and Volkswagen state-of-the-art service center opened. And if you've been around Buyers Imports by the airports in the last few weeks, you've seen construction is underway and there'll be a new Porsche facility built, showroom, and, of course, uh, as well, service center. So a lot of things are happening at Buyers Imports by the airport. All right, Rims, name-dropping time. What do you have? Well, I kind of uh, emptied the book last week, so I'm kind of empty here. You know, with COVID such as it is, not done a lot of traveling, haven't been around people. In fact, uh, both in Carolina and in Florida, where, of course, you know, I spent uh, the first 10 years of that franchise I didn't go around anybody. I literally uh, drove in, uh, parked my car, went up to uh, the broadcast booth, sat there for the full three periods, and the game ended at 8.30. At 8.31, I was on the highway back to my home. Well, Rimmer, you are in Philadelphia, so this is not necessarily a person, but the name dropping, is it Pat's or Geno's for you when you go for a cheesesteak there? Or do you? Do you bypass that completely? I had a bypass. I don't. I don't go for the cheesesteak. Right. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, well, under normal circumstances, again, I'm going to bring COVID in. Uh, we're in a bubble here with this team, and uh, we have dinner uh, here at the hotel uh, with the players. There's a, a buffet dinner. We have breakfast, and we go to the rink. So there's no uh, no cheesesteak. All right. So there's nothing. Perhaps. Why don't you talk to us about your good friend Benjamin Franklin? what was it like to go flying kites with that guy did you enjoy it did you bring your key as well and did you ever get struck by lightning how did that go not unlike uh, columbus just a beautiful day here in philadelphia today and i was thinking of uh, marching up the steps 
a la Rocky, but uh, mm-hmm. I had a change of heart here because we are in the bubble, but have that you, might be something. Rims, have you ever uh, met the, Sylvester Stallone, one of the biggest action stars? Have you ever met like him, any of those like Planet Hollywood guys back in the day, like, you know, Arnold or any of those dudes? You ever had an interaction with those guys? I've met Arnold. I met Arnold a couple of times when he's been in town. Uh, as far as uh, Stallone, uh, I keep going to this uh, certain restaurant in the summer in, in uh, Florida. Uh, in uh, Boca Raton, there is a Must Italian nice. restaurant, Stallone's, okay? And they say that they're related to him. And every time I go there, I ask uh, the maitre d', I said, is Sylvester here today? But so far, he hasn't shown up when I've been there. <laughs> they must you love at your own you. Joke, they too. must love it when you do that. That's yeah. got to be their yeah. favorite thing. All right, Rims. Yeah. Enjoy Philadelphia. Hey, I'm bringing home a win tomorrow. Say night. hi to Come Cam on. Atkinson because I know how much you hate him. Just say, hey, Cam, I'm glad you're gone. <laughs> Hey, how about the game Friday? Let's not forget Friday. The Jackets come home to play Crosby, Balkan, and company. Now, there's a team that's red hot as well. Yeah. Maybe it can be 11-2 to two on there, Friday. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All right. We got to go. Bye, Rims. Don't be negative. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Don't suck. That would be my response. to. How about Larson yelling at his guys for an entire practice the other day? Is that him being negative or him doing his job? Guys are passing out on the ice. Stay positive. I'm going to show you what it's like. <laughs> Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find that earlier accident has cleared from Elm Creek Drive north of Refugee Road. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual slowdowns over here. You'll also find slow traffic on I-71 northbound between 5th Avenue and 11th Avenue. Plan about a five-minute backup as traffic continues to crawl. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them on the web for your fast and free quote today. Only an array with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man, how are we doing tonight? Oh, great. Tremendous. Mm. Good. So good. good. Yeah? So good. No. No. We've prepared fake. nothing for this interaction. <laughs> We've decided <laughs> no. to leave it all up to you today, Timmy. So what do you want to talk about? I did, uh, you know, I did notice that there's some Cavs hysteria going on in the office. Our friend Eric Reeser, who I co-host a lot with on the mm-hmm. Buckeye Show, he does some other shows. I know he's going to be on Bishman Friends next week. He was shopping. He went into a store that I... Used to shopping quite frequently, TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've moved uh, away from the Maxx? Well, we don't, what are you, too good for the no, Maxx? I, I think I actually would prefer a Maxx. It's just that the one in our corner of town is a Marshall's. Mm. 
There's a new TJ Maxx kind of up by your neck of the woods where that new Plain City development is happening. Oh, There's like a right. lot of new yeah, restaurants yeah, yeah. and shops. Yeah. So he might have been to that one. And he found a Cleveland Cavaliers miniature basketball, perfect size, fits with the Papa Shot, standard size mini basketball. There's a problem with it, He though. threw it in there. What's the problem with it? It's what? rock hard. Oh, it's... It is rock Hudson hard. Well, you got to... You got to learn how to play like the pros, my I'm friend. I'm just saying it's rock. That's what's hard. that's what's going on when you're how you hard? Know. Rock. <laughs> hmm. I'll wow. tell you what. You know how the you know how the professional basketballs are, rock hard and slick. Like they're well, not, you got to break them in. No, but they're not tacky. They get smooth. Well, you got to and they stay rock all hard. All balls have to be broken in. But of then you, you put a little talc on your hands, and then the sweat. Yeah, well, theoretically, you know, it gives you a little bisquick on there. Talc or chalk. Depends. Well, it depends on who you are, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. Doesn't LeBron use uh, talc? I think LeBron and Jordan both use talc. Yeah. 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 You got the pile of it, like, uh, just sitting there on the scores table. That's and he a goes lot and of talc. It. Yeah. Think about breathing that in. Don't what you, that's going to do for the sinuses. You you Dang. obviously love... <gasps> Timmy plays a lot of... You know, you played open gyms. You played basketball all your life. Oh, yeah. Big the, open gym guy. Lethal from the outside. He is. He was telling me today. He was like, as soon as I get over half court, that's my range. I just walk right in there and step into it. Just like Steph Curry. You are a chucker. Yeah. Oh, he's a chucker. Oh, yeah. You're a chucker. Big time chucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. I have never in my life played in a, in a game years and years ago when I would play... And I've never seen it anywhere, and I've always wanted to know what if it helps. In NBA and college games, they have that sticky square where they can go. All the players, when they check in, they go stand on it. Yes. And it puts the sticky stuff, and it takes everything off their shoes except leaves yeah, the bottom yeah, of the yeah. shoe. And then you hear all the grippiness of the shoe, and I've money, always wondered. How much money do you think that guy is worth? That designed, oh, who designed that, that exact thing? thing that you can put in gyms all across America. Yeah. Division one college basketball, every NBA arena. Guys What's gotta that be called? making it. Sticky square? Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but I'm just saying, I want I want to go sometime. You and me, let's go to a real gym with a nice floor. Right. Wouldn't it be nice to rims. play on wood? Yeah. Wood nice. is good. Yeah. We'll get a hard rock wood. We'll get a rock hard slick pro rock, ball. Rock hard. Yeah. And then we'll get talc and sticky stuff and we'll have a day. I'll even I'll even sweep the floor, Timmy. I'll bring a I'll do a dry run. You could rub some rock hard Krispy Kremes on your cheek. You could do I that. I will rub one on my face. <laughs> That's there Good now. Good job, Teddy. Way there to go. Forever. Good job, Teddy. Just held up Way his hands and quit his job. Said, that that wasn't that, that was wasn't it. queued up. I want to talc you up, Bone. I think that's oh. When sure. we do that, I want to be the I'll, one. We can talc I'll each do other. You, you'll do me. This is turning erotic. We What's can, coming up yeah. on the Buckeye Show tonight? Well, if Tyvis is listening in, if he still wants to do the program with me, <laughs> he's gonna, he's going to be around for the next hour. Probably a big Cavs guy right there is Tyvis Powell. We'll talk about some of the uh, finances. We saw some salaries went out for the assistant coaches that just jumped aboard. Give our views, give our thoughts on that. We've got the big victory, good performance in the second half for the Buckeye basketball team as they rolled almost a 50-point win over who, Mike? Who? Who did they beat? Oi, boy. That's right. They, they looked... <laughs> They look pretty good. They look pretty good. Yeah. And we'll talk to Dave Holmes from 10TV in the middle of the hour. Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on the fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Oh, man, this is so interesting. So the, the cell phone companies are all rolling out their 5G. That is the fifth generation of 
you know, wireless. Yeah, all the, all the airlines are nervous, right? That's it. Yes. This has happened before from when cell phones first became a thing. And then people said, oh, don't use your cell phone on a plane. It could screw with the radio signals of the plane and it may not. The plane may crash or not be able to reach the tower or whatever. Apparently, every time we have an update to cell phone technology in this country, spanning back 20 years, we develop the technology. Everyone's like, cool, we're going to launch it. And then someone right before they flip the switch goes, hey, what about airplanes? Because they use radio frequencies. And they go, oh, yeah, no one thought of that. Or we are not sure. Virgin, apparently, or no, 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 I'm sorry, not Virgin. uh, Emirates Airlines have said they're stopping all of their flights coming into the U.S. So all the flights to Boston, Chicago, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, Miami, Newark, Orlando, San Francisco, Seattle, all uh, stopped for right now until they're sure that it will not mess with. Apparently, one of the planes in particular, the Boeing 777, that's the one they say could have some issues with something to do with the 5G signal. Now, this is their all of these companies aren't actually sure that there will be a problem. They're just afraid it might be. Yeah. So they're... Well, I, I understand why. I stars. mean, 5G gave us all coronavirus, too, right? <laughs> I mean, we blame that on 5G That's technology. Right. Well, it's, yeah. it's, you, have, you have tumors in your brain, too, that when you're 65, 70, you'll just drop dead. You don't mm-hmm. know it now. Because of the 5G? Yeah. 5G. Oh, okay. Because of the cell phones. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. G are we going to be on when we kick the bucket? 5G point set. We're just going to stay at 5G and just add a point after it. Oh, so we don't go to there. 6G? No, I think we're going to stop at 5 and go with a point after yeah, this. That's No, right. we're just going to keep ticking up. Buckeye Show is next. Uh, Inside Edge at 7 o'clock. 8 o'clock, 11 Warriors Radio Hour. 9 o'clock? Uh, you'll see. And we'll see you tomorrow. Rubbing rock hard donuts on our faces. Right, Timmy? Smooth donuts. I will rub one on my face. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You are going to find some backups on I-71 North and southbound at East Broad Street. Traffic is building in that area. And more delays on 670 westbound at 4th Street. Traffic is still slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Audible. Make this winter of you with Audible. Listen to the best of what you love from comedy to wellness to the latest bestsellers. Find it all at Audible with audiobooks, exclusive originals, and popular podcasts. Start listening free when you sign up at audible.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald, bald. Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right, I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. 
I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. And I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. You would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like oh he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn but you're you, saying i i think you're people saying get the wrong impression you would accuse me of it even though you know me and know i would never do right. something like that i that's, know i know i've known you the, for years that's bad but i would just yell well, racist at you and run away well, i'm glad i don't shave my head all the way down then is it okay where it is now because well, i just fine wanna, now okay good i yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. Right I, now. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right a special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 